I'm Logan. And I'm Ryan. And this is Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast. And we're going to be spoiling Mr. Robot. So if you haven't watched episode 403 or any of Mr. Robot, uh, probably don't listen because we're going to spoil it. You've been warned. Um, and this episode's probably going to be a shorter episode because we have two episodes this week. Uh, at least Jess is going to join us for a special, like, uh, I don't know, triptych like story so far, the th- first three episodes. Um, and we're going to discuss them like as a group of, of people and as a group of episodes. Um, and we may may have some other people. I don't know. I've got to work on that today. So, um, yeah, you've been warned. So uh, we can jump right into it. Uh, we're obsessed with Back to the Future. And this episode is very much a Back to the... Well, back, sorry, specifically Back to the Future Part 2. And this episode is very much a Back to the Future Part 2 episode. And that, like we what starts off with flashbacks and then jump to the future and then more flashbacks but not of elliot of white rose which i gotta admit threw me for a loop i really didn't think we get a lot of white rose's backstory like beyond what price already told us um i've seen the episode three times now and the first two times I didn't exactly enjoy all the White Rose stuff, but for some reason, the last time I just watched it this morning, it all just kind of clicked, and I was like, wow, that's pretty freaking serious right there. It's like scenes from another movie. Not a better movie, not a worse movie. It's just like all of a sudden you're watching uh, a foreign film that, and not in a bad way, but like you're like this is not the movie that I was watching. You know, you know how when you uh, play a video game and you unlock those like movie style scenes, the and cut they, scenes, yeah, yeah, and you get and you're like this is much, really great, but it's yeah. not the game I was playing. <laughs> it really yeah. had that feeling to it, like, uh, well, why? I mean, like it's this is good, but like. I'm yeah, not sure course. how this affects what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it looks amazing and this is so awesome. But this like I was playing Call of Duty and now all of a sudden I'm in a you know, uh a foreign drama film for not that Mr. Robot's Call of Duty, it's not, but you I get what you're saying. And I, I'm on board. But I appreciated the jarring nature of it, where it's just like, oh crap! Like, what? What is? What is this? Um, of course, you know, you immediately know you're in flashback, full flashback mode when you see that IBM logo, and it's just like, yeah, the yeah. USA commercial is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> great. Um, there's so much to say about the white rose flashback stuff. So I think that's most of the episode to talk about anyways. Um, 
like you I love that you don't really get what's going on at first until the ultimate scene of of the suicide and you're like oh like it was always a play like it's not that white rose uh was never trying to play for power but it was also about like there's this person that i am that my people my culture my country uh denies and says cannot exist and so i'm playing for power but i'm also playing for uh acceptance and to break away and to like it humanizes that character in a way that it has that hasn't happened in four plus seasons of, of mr robot yeah and, and you're but it also displaces the character even more because White Rose was not uh what you I can't remember his name other than White Rose. Jane Jane Yeah. I can't remember Jane, his Jane. name. I can remember her name. She's Jane. White Rose was never that never his personality. He just took it from the dead loved one that he can never get back. So he just took that personality and and I guess maybe did what he thought the other his I don't know I can't remember the other guy's name that killed himself but um, I don't think that person would have took White Rose to the level that White Rose is at now but Oh, I got lost in my... Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, now White Rose is very, like, vengeful and everything. Right. The the His boyfriend that killed himself doesn't seem like he would have been so vengeful. Well, neither one of them seemed that way when we see them in the flashback. Yeah, and so they kind of... That whole experience melded these two personalities into one... And both of them became very pissed off, but different versions of the same person. <laughs> well, it's just, it's, uh, this, I don't know how it really goes, but like this old adage is basically like, there's really only two reasons why people do anything. Maybe three. Um, but it's like power, love, or like out of fear like and usually out of fear it's just a reaction but the only reason you like proactively do anything is like the for love or for power slash money slash whatever but that's all just power you know well and so like all of this yes was like they were working on a power play but the the formation of white rose as as this underground like d the dark army all of that stuff comes from like i love somebody and i lost them because of 
all of this other stuff. And well, well, every event in like in your life, you can boil it down to like what ten things throughout your life where you made a very critical decision that might have affected which way, which path your life went. Which is ultimately that made you the person that you are, <laughs> and um, and usually it's based on like your your goals. Like, are you driven by money, by power, by love, um, and that affects your decision making. And like you said, what was originally like a power play ultimately got turned into this like revenge slash love play because what was forbidden for them to can I mean it can never happen now because one of them's dead so yeah and uh, yeah I it's uh, like I said it humanizes that character in such a way it would be like finding like given the emperors from Star Wars backstory and you're just like oh snap like I feel really bad for him now yeah and especially if it was a very tragic style love story yeah. It was told in all of what two and a half to it wasn't five minutes, was it? I mean, well, I mean, the scenes are broken up, so it might be five or six minutes of the episode all put together. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, that was a very intense story for a very, very short story. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it, it easily could have been the whole episode, and. I would have been fine with that, but I also understand that, like, hey, we're on a, in a very white rose fashion, we're on a timeline, we have to speed this up. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, time is ticking down. And, and, but then they proceed to slow play all the stuff with Elliot and, which uh, I thought was uh, pretty funny. Considering how fast all that stuff with right White Rose seemed to happen, the thir- the last time I watched the episode, all that stuff with Elliot was like, this felt so much faster the first time I watched it. Yeah, and but that's because my brain can keep track of that stuff. That yeah, crap that, that was going on with White Rose was like a little too deep for me to catch on the first time I watched the episode. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Elliot is looking for another end for the bank since Darlene burned the one that they had by of course, know, Darlene killing did. her. She loves to burn them bridges. Um, I, you know, you're talking about critical decisions. Yeah, Darlene always seems to make the wrong decision. Okay, but think about it. I, I don't, I hate to get up. I know we said we weren't going to go down a rabbit hole, but think about the difference between I don't want to use you because I don't want to you know, put you in this situation. But between me and a certain drug addict, junkie person that we know. <laughs> okay. Now, me and her have a lot in common. And ultimately, there was probably 10 times in our lives where I made a, just a slightly different decision than she made, which ultimately did not lead me to the path that she wound up going down. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? You get what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I mean, I agree with you. And Elliot even kind of bluntly puts it out to her when he's like, I should have never opened the door when you came back. Yeah, that that 
Oh, that was one of my favorite lines of the episode. I, I, I was like, so damn, man. That sounds like he just ripped in her chest and pulled yeah. out her heart. And she's like, when he grabs her, and she's like, you're hurting me. He's like, yeah, I know. But you're not listening to me. Like, this, if you want to do this, we're doing this my way. You're going to do what I'm telling you to do. Because, like, bluntly, you keep making bad decisions. And we cannot have that in it. Like, he's on, he's the new White Rose. He's on a timetable. And it has to play out the way it has to play out. Don't have any more time for Darlene's, you know, hijinks, sidetrack stuff. So, so he's like, I'm going to go get this uh, key fob thing, whatever. <laughs> and, she reminds me of, of really like a teenager. <clears throat> Excuse me. That It's just like, why won't you see it my way? Like, why do you keep acting like a freaking moron? <laughs> I mean, I get it, um, but she she just wants to be involved. But also, she keeps doing things like murdering Susan Jacobs. And it's like, no, we can't have that anymore. Uh, but on the flip side of that, Elliot is also like so rushed with his timeline that he almost makes a complete wrong play with... Uh, God, I'm blanking on her name. I should have wrote it down. Uh, the the lady he's trying to yeah to still seduce the key or whatever. Yeah. Well, he wasn't setting out to seduce her. He was setting out to blackmail her. Well, see and, that that's why I think there might be shades of another Elliot popping up there. Well, because he looks kind of lost sometimes. Yeah, and I'm like, is he? Who's he trying to fool? Us? Because we know that we know what's going on. So when no one else is watching and lost junkie poor me Elliot is showing up and looking around I'm like who is he trying to fool? Because we're the only one that sees him right now. I don't know if he's trying to fool anybody. Maybe that's little kid Elliot in his head. That's Uh, like uh, That's why I just I'm like 100% well, I'm not 100% certain, but there's two versions of Elliot, just like Marty and Back to the Future Part 2. In the future, there's two versions of Marty, and then when he has to go back to 1965, there's two versions of Marty in 65. 55. 55, yeah. Um, yeah. Which I understand that Mr. Robot is a version of Elliot. But we <laughs> usually aren't presented Mr. Robot as a version of Elliot. He's his own separate character. Right. And very much in this episode, to the point, like, if you plug this episode back into season one, you could very much make the case of, like, there's not, there's no way they're the same person. Like, they're constantly doing two different things. Like, you just forget that they're the same person. You know, like the, yeah, this episode does a good job of reestablishing the fact that he was getting all this stuff done as two different people. Like when they break into her apartment and you see yeah. each one on a different computer. Oh, and he tells uh, Mr. Robot to talk some sense into uh, Darlene. He's Darlene, like, yeah. can you talk some sense into her? And they just immediately switch personas. 
You know? Oh, when they picked the girl up in the bar. Yeah. Oh, trying to get the. Let's, so let's talk about Kurt, Mr. Robot for sure. But let's talk about Christian Slater. Yeah, that was classic Christian Slater, right? Dude still has his charm. <laughs> I mean, straight up still has the charm. And I was just like, he could oh probably talk me into doing anything. Yeah, I mean, it just. He can be that snarky or like grim, like vicious, or like what kind of Jack Nicholson style lunatic, but he also still has that, that like wolf in sheep's clothing kind of charm. Since you wanted to stop and talk about him for a second, I meant to tell you and Spencer both yesterday. Me and Casey sat down and watched The Legend of Billie Jean. It's such a good movie. <laughs> and she was like, that was cheesy. But you know what? That was a good movie. I was like, yeah. yeah. But uh, the Christian Slater that we're talking about showing up, he still he had that when he was, how old is he in that movie? 13 years old? So He's pretty young. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, he's he's so freaking charming, man. Yeah, like, he's got he that little quippy in, snarkiness to him that's yeah. just like. Do you remember the was it called Breaking In or something that half hour show that was on Fox about the security people like cybersecurity? Is that where his brother was like an Uber genius or something? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like the detective of the. No, he just he ran a. Uh, it was like a secu- cyber security firm or something. Yeah, I thought, see, like his brother was the smart, the brains behind it. And he was like, like an ex-con type of. No, I think that's a different show. Okay. Um, but you know, I never saw that one. Then. It was pretty good. He played the boss and he was, it was really funny as this, like, uh, like I have a lot of money. And so I'm kind of aloof, but charming, but a little bit crazy and dangerous. And I'm always doing weird stuff because, hey, I'm rich and it doesn't matter. Or is he like, did he, is he like Charlie's Angels? Kind of, but I, it, look on IMDb so, I will. and try I will. to find the show. It, it only lasted two seasons, I think. And I don't think he was in all the seasons. See, uh, I can't, yeah, all of a sudden I can't find my phone. Um, yeah, breaking in, it had uh, Brett Harrison, which is the kid on uh, um, he's on something else, and now I don't remember the name of the other show he's in. You recognize him if you saw him. Um, no, no, Christian Slater was in all twenty episodes. So, but yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but if you like that, like smooth talking, funny, like try to find that show because it it was pretty good. Uh, um. Anyway, yeah, the uh, Rico Suave version of Elliot was was interesting to see, even though most of that was just Mr. Robot talking. Uh, and he definitely, like, played the right... He definitely 
made the right move there at the end when she walks out and he just follows her and then kisses her outside. And <laughs> yeah, that was. I was like, yeah, way to go, Elliot. So it had shades of, uh, you know, his previous romantic relationship, which did not end well. So I'm, I'm not, I'm very well, nervous for this one. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about that because it's not just his previous romantic relationship. It's also the other, his, the previous person that he loved just got murdered then before that, uh, what's her name? D- Darla? Is it, what was her name? Who? In season one, the girl he was sleeping with. Shayla? Shayla. I don't know why I was saying Darla. Um, Shayla got murdered. Then, you know, the one he was really in love with, which was Angela, she get she just got murdered. Like, how is this one going to turn out? Yeah, well, I mean, him and Angela didn't—they had a relationship, but it was—it never like turned that corner. Yeah, but you very much since season one had that. Well, actually, it progressively they got further and further away from each other. Yeah. Um, Um, But in season one, you were like, "Oh, he's secretly in love with Angela." Yeah. Um, Who I miss dearly. also, no Dom in this episode. Very disappointing. Yeah, I was disappointed in that, too. But so there was already see, a lot of stuff going yeah, on. I can see where you really didn't have time. It would have taken away from all Which of Which means we'll probably have a Dom-heavy episode next week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the... the I feel like we're... Oh, uh, we are missing talking about somebody. Um, uh, Vera. Vera, we find. I love that stuff with him and the and the dude that he had following Elliot. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and Elliot's encounter with Krista, uh, his therapist, who uh, very much sent him a letter and said, "Hey, no, you can't ever see me again. I will." Bring I gotta. You gotta remind me of something. Um. Okay, when she's telling Elliot all this, he has that guilty look. That gets brought up later, like he's being gotten onto, and he's yeah. shamed. Um, but she's very angry and like, like I am scared of of you. But yeah, she's not really she, scared of Elliot. She's scared of Mister Robot, correct? Yeah, but I mean, she okay. sees them as one. I, yeah, thing. no, I got it. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't getting confused. Yeah, uh, yeah, because she met Mister Robot, and uh, in his more vicious days when the uh, wave two had to happen and yada, yada, yada. And then it turned out that it wasn't about anything other than blowing up all those other buildings. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was pretty intense with Vera. Um, he is a character that I really like, that guy's so good at being that character, it makes me nervous and uncomfortable pretty consistently when he's on the screen. Because I, I just, I can't... He almost brings that character to like life. Like, 
like you said, it makes you uncomfortable when he's on the screen because you can't trust that he will not just go kill one of the main characters in the show that we're watching right now. <laughs> because we've seen him do it. And it, <clears throat> it's just so uncomfortable. Um, I, I can't even describe it. And in the way it's supposed to be, you know what I mean? Not in a like, oh, this just makes me uncomfortable and I don't like this part. Like, all of those things are true, but I also, like, that's what it's supposed to be. So I'm like, the the achievement you're trying to get to, you, you're there. Because he makes my skin crawl when he's on the screen. I'm just like, can we just, I, we have to get away. We have to get away from this guy. Like, why Why didn't Elliot kill him? <laughs> I love when he shoots that dude and he's like, tell me why this kid can see it, but you can't. <laughs> yep. uh, he's like, you're looking at the girl, you're not looking at Elliot. Like, I have to jump back to classic Christian Slater we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. There's a movie called Jimmy Hollywood that I've got to find. I've got to find a copy of that movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it or remember watching it. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's Joe Pesci and uh, yeah. Christian Slater. Uh, ooh, Anyways. Um, yeah, I, this was a, a slowed down episode, but I feel like... And I even told... Uh, uh, Jess, this we were texting back and forth, and uh, she she was like, "Man, those first two episodes." I was like, "Yeah, they're really, really intense." I was like, "I think you're gonna appreciate the third episode because it really slows things down, um, kind of lets you catch your breath from everything that goes on in those first two episodes, gives you some much needed, or well." I wouldn't have said needed until we saw it, but much needed white rose, uh, backstory information and kind of, uh, opens up Elliot in a way that we haven't seen in a while. So, because he's been on such a mission and he's still on a mission with all of this, but, to see him and Mr. Robot even says it in his narration, which is still unsettling. I know it's, it's a little, Does he let somebody in, you know, it's, so. it's weird. Like in the way that those comedies you watch where the same person generally narrates every episode and maybe once scrubs. or twice a season. Scrubs. Yeah, scrubs. Right. Yeah. Uh, they would always have, so it was always JD's narration, but, once once or twice a season, I think once per season, he would start narrating the episode, then he would bump somebody, and then it would like it would swap to them and you get their inner monologue, and then they would narrate the rest of the episode and then bump back into j d at the end and yeah, and that's uh, those episodes were always good to me because like you could see j d's story playing out in the background of all the scenes. But yeah. it was never like that main central, you know, part of the episode. Um, yeah, now Elliot is the man on a mission and Mr. Robot has become the the guiding voice of the show. And that's so interesting. Um, 
We didn't. I didn't even say the name of the freaking episode when we started talking. But oh well, people have been um, listening to this crap long enough. They know. <laughs> and that show I was talking about, back to the classic Christian Slater. It was called Mind Games. Was the show I was talking about? Yeah, I didn't. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn was yeah. in it with him. Um, but yeah, this is four hundred three forbidden. Um, and Which next is very is, much connected to the White Rose story at the beginning of the episode. Well, well and actually, the Elliot the story too. I mean, yeah, throughout the episode, El- he, all I could think so about is the forbidden being the White yeah. Rose relationship with. He says that Ellie has been throwing up, you know, 403 codes, like not allowing access, you know. And uh, next we get our 404 error. So we all love a good 404. 404 is not found, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm sorry if you hear the airplane flying out in front of my house. It sounds like it's on your front lawn. <laughs> Um, yeah, 404 not found. Um, fortunately, which, it doesn't happen often, but in Columbus, early in the morning, you get a lot of those jets flying right over the top of the house. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking not found is going to be, oh, what if Mr. Robot goes missing? Like, he can't get in touch with Mr. Robot. That would be interesting. Um. I mean, we'll he's find now in this relationship with this girl, and we need hey, Mr. Robot hey, to help guide him. I feel like the right thing to do, even though I know he's not going to do the right thing, is to probably just leave her alone. You got what you needed, and I don't think anything good right now, maybe later when it's all said and done, but right now I don't think anything good is going to come of Elliot being in her life. Yeah, what if it leads him back down the... I mean, Vera's already planning to do something to Krista because, you know, he sees that she... Uh, that Elliot values her. So, <laughs> she's like... He's like, she's our in. You know, she's our girl. Yeah, that's so. why... We've mainly seen since season one pretty drug-free Elliot. We've only seen him strung out a couple of times. So I'm thinking this relationship with this girl and then he's a Vera's about to kidnap his, you know, one of the people he looks at as a mom, as a protector. And this girl has drug problems. What if we see a strung out Elliot show back up and we see things that we didn't know Elliot had going on? (laughs) I don't know. It's going to be nuts, dude. Yeah, um, I can't wait, uh, and we'll we'll talk more about all of this uh, on the the next episode because, like I said, we're gonna do a yeah. I'll a, have my thoughts composed better because it won't be a three episode in the morning, a three episode rundown of everything that's happened so far. Um, so uh, you know we can we can discuss it with some other people. Um, so yeah, uh, at Mr. Robot Podcast on Twitter, Mr. Robot Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, we're on Patreon uh, if you want to support the this show. This might be the shortest episode of No Automatic for the People ever. Well, we have no. done some quick tra- trailer reaction 
stuff. And no, we did one episode where uh, oh, and it, it got was... like thirty million downloads, <laughs> something like that. It was like four minutes long, and it was just us talking, saying happy birthday to uh, film dispenser when we were on film dispenser. I was like, I bet we can make a four minute episode and get like a ton of downloads. Cause people will be like, what is this? <laughs> I think that's when we really started making people mad. So that might be when we started losing listeners. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, we'll be back in a couple of days talking a whole bunch more, Mr. Robot with some special guests. So that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, let us know what you're thinking about the season so far. I didn't get to tweet at all about this week's episode. It's been kind of crazy, but I'll be back on it uh, next Sunday because my work schedule is getting back to normal finally. So, um, all right, we'll see you guys then. Bye, everybody. Here's a little ghost for the offering Yeah, 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 yeah Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's Yeah, 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 yeah Mr. Andy Coffin's gone wrestling